Hi guys, it's Sutton and Max, and we're coming to you live with all of our pixie dust on It's Walt's Fault. So Sutton, if you could think of any ride that you love, mm-hmm. Which ride would you say has the best queue? Mm. So if you had to wait, so it's really not—it's really not my favorite ride. It's my favorite ride queue. Correct. Mm. So forget the ride part. Okay. The ride obviously gets it to a certain area. Right. However, if you had to wait for an hour, hour and a half, which ride are you going to want to wait in? lover of the fast pass the fast pass sorry misspoke there the fast pass so and the fast pass does you know obviously take you right to the ride part which you know is what most people are looking forward to yeah so in that regard when you go on a fast pass in the lo- in the fast pass line it uh has you kind of bypass most of the queue that people in the regular standby line would be in. So I gotta think about it for a minute and think of the actual standby line versus the fast pass line. Um, I mean, I do think that seven the mine train seven dwarfs mine train the mine train is a great one there's a lot of fun little things to do unless you're stuck waiting outside but even once you get inside how long do you think you would say that you have inside i would say at least 20 minutes Mm, yeah i feel like i feel like something always happens where we can't get into mine train so i feel like i can't really i can't pull my memory up of how long you might be in the queue yeah. like where you actually get to do things that's fair um you know the one time we actually went into the standby line this is gonna sound silly but of peter pan i was hoping you would bring that up um where you actually go through like the kids rooms and i won't spoil it by saying what happens in the rooms but there's like magic there's a lot of pixie dust there is pixie dust and that was one i was of the... surprised by it and then now i kind of don't ever want to go in the regular fast pass line because i've only ever seen that once now and i kind of want to see it again yeah that's it's i think that was like a late night uh ride that we did right before park close or something and we had never gone through the main queue before and it was so cool you go in and you see all of the different effects that they put in that queue line. Um, it's really hard not to give it away, but it is definitely something worth experiencing because you get to interact so much uh, in that ride queue. And I think that's definitely one of the most magical things for was, that particular ride. Was that what you were gonna say? Or did you have That was one, one that I was gonna bring up. One that I think is a lot of fun is um, Test track because you get to build your car. Yeah, I mean you that is my favorite see, ride in general. Yeah. So you also get to see all the concept cars. 
that are that Chevy is working on. Um, what are the other things that I like? The fro- frozen rod I think is just fun because I'm a big fan of oak. And you just like the you. I like the yoo-hoo, big summer blood. I don't know if that one's that like interactive though. Besides that, it's so much fun though because you see him hiding behind the little window and he <laughs> wipes the fog off in the sauna and he's like yoo-hoo, and they're like he's like hello family and they're all back there too, which is kind of cool. I it is fun. What are some other good cue lines? Um, again, we usually do fast pass for this. It's so, so hard. So we don't usually see the full extent, but you know, Haunted Mansion's pretty cool. Haunted Mansion's great. The whole the whole time like you the are in the middle of something. They also have like the things that you're supposed to. I don't really know the full story, but I know there's like. A wedding band like left somewhere that you're supposed to be able to find and some of the gravestones are supposed to mean something Oh, there's like a lot of secrets you're saying. Yeah, I don't really know what the secrets are I guess I'd have to look more into that, but I know there are Some certain Yeah Hidden treasures I just have one in my head now. I can't think of it Oh Toy Story Midway Mania that's a fun one because you see all the different game boards that they have out and all the different, um, oh yeah, the, all the other toys that they brought to life, like as far as them being life size. Mm-hmm. That's a fun thing just to check out and see how they were able to bring things from the movie and like apply them towards those specific toys and games, uh, like where Andy might have written his name. I'm trying to think of someone like Hollywood Studios. I mean, Star Wars, you can't. <clears throat> oh, yeah, I guess that's a good one. Star good. Wars is a great one. Oh, yeah, with like the like the baggage claim when the little guy lets scan in all the, the stuff. And they have Rex down there who used to be the pilot. Um, see, well, oh, Rex yeah. isn't actually, I don't think he's going to be, I don't think he's there anymore because of Galaxy's Edge. I forgot about that one. Oh, yeah, I like that one. Um, then you have C3PO, you've got. The aircraft, they've got the videos playing with the, uh, I forget what the name of it is, but the, whoever the character of the flight attendant would be with all the flight logs and everything. Oh, the little, like the lady? Yeah, who's played by, um, Allison Janey. Yeah. Uh, what else is there in Hollywood Studios? I don't know. I don't really know either. I feel like there's two that people are going to say, but we've never been, well, I've never been on either one, so I can't attest to them. What? Tower <clears throat> of Terror and, Hall- and Rock and Roller Coaster. So, Tower of Terror is really cool. I've never been on the ride. <laughs> However, I have walked through the queue with our friends when we went in March. Super cool. Like, really you, if you want to go for something for not only the aesthetic of the theme, but as well as the, um, the <laughs> it's so weird to say, the upkeep of the dust and the cobwebs <laughs> the dirtiness. and stuff. Yeah, it is so cool how they keep it old looking and you go in, especially when you get to go downstairs um, and you see the boiler room. It is so creepy looking. 
um, and it's really cool to see for someone that didn't get to go on the ride it's cool to see everybody go and like get in and take a seat and then they close the elevator doors and you're like where do they even go and then you kind of just go wait in this back hall room that seems like a service hallway if you will it's like the real hotel kind of thing mm-hmm. and then they come out and uh it's just it was it was a really cool queue actually yeah i've never i've never done i've never even seen it so hmm. we'll Maybe have to come time. back to this one we'll revisit this absolutely or rock and roller coaster because i know you go like in like the studio and they invite you you get to see them in the mixing studio yeah. and that's all interactive too very interesting topic I thought we were going to be a little bit more prepared for that one as far as off the, off the top of our um, heads, but I guess not. Well, like I said, I think it's hard I think it's hard sometimes to think of it especially when like I said you they cut part of your like journey through them off when you go through the fast pass line. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the more popular rides that have those like interesting things are the ones that you people usually fast pass. Yeah. Well, if you guys have a favorite ride queue and you happen to be listening on Anchor or if you'd like to download the Anchor app, you can actually record a voice message or let us know what your favorite ride cue is and let us know why. Maybe you can tell us about Rock and Roller Coaster. <laughs> if you have been on any of the rides <laughs> that we mentioned we have not been on, or maybe a ride that we have not mentioned, let us know what you think. Let's see if I can find a news story here. The bomb. Could do that. Here, wait. Okay, so I feel like I should talk about something that I posted on my Facebook. What's that? That got some pretty interesting commentary from my friends okay um and i'm sure most people if you are on any other disney blogs i'm sure other people have posted this also it was posted on yahoo news i know and yahoo some others the most trustworthy news source there is well i'm just saying that's pretty like major major it wasn't just some like side story that's one person posted it's been the a topic other side of came com- from aol and listen okay neither here nor there it was a pretty big topic of conversation did you check that on your gateway computer yes while i put my aol aim away message on you've got mail okay um but it had to do with a lady posting um a i'm not wasn't a comment but posting that People who don't have children shouldn't be allowed to go to Disney. Oh, this was the hot topic of the week. Hot topic. Uh, And I definitely have my own opinion on that, as I'm sure everyone else does. Um, But my opinion on her kind of rant, I'm not going to say post, but rant, because it was more so a rant about how... she was having to wait in lines for things with her kids longer because there was all these people who seemed to not have children in the line with them. Um, 
and she felt it takes away from her experience with her kid because all these people who do not have children are there as well. I have it up. Do you want me to read it? Okay, sure. Yeah, you can read it. Okay. There, it looks like there was some profanity in it. Oh, okay. yeah. So I'm just going to say Like blank. I said, rant. I'm going to say blank in lieu of the profanity. Okay. It blanks me off to no end when I see childless couples without at Disney World. Wow, great first sentence. <laughs> Disney World is a family amusement park, yet these immature millennials throw away their money on useless crap. Wow. They have no idea the joy and happiness it is to mothers who buys their babies treats and toys. They will never experience the exhaustion that it is to chase a three-year-old around and getting stares at assuming I'm a bad mother. This blank in some very blank blank shorts was buying a Mickey pretzel and Aiden, I guess is her son, wanted one but the line was very long and I said later and it broke his poor little heart and he cried. I wanted to take that blanking pretzel from that tramp like, thanks, blank. You made my son cry. Disney World is for children. People without children need to be banned. Mothers with children should be allowed to skip all the lines. <laughs> oh my gosh. You have so much no to say about this. blanking idea what it's like to have to stand in line for three hours with a cranky, tired, exhausted toddler. And I can't just tell him that we can't do something because it's his vacation too. I blanking hate childless women with a burning passion. Wow, there's so many ways like I could start off commenting on this post, this lady. Here's the other thing I'm gonna say about this. Something that I don't think was exactly put out at first. This post is actually from last September. Is it really? Yeah. Wow, and it's just making the making I, the heat now? Apparently, it was already a big deal last year, but uh, somebody brought it up on Twitter this year and made it a whole nother thing. Well, so let me first start off by saying that... I feel that she is, first off, not even just bad-mouthing people who um, who don't have children for a variety of reasons, um, but in general, I feel like she's making no sense in her point because she could be waiting in a three-hour line with a line totally full of people with children yeah it could still be three hours and it all be people moms with children with that she speaks of and she claims that disney is a family place now i'm not sure about your definition of a family but i believe that a family could be any variation of groups group of, of people, people. It could be a, you know, the nuclear family that everyone knows of, you know, a mom and dad, two kids, whatever. It could be a, a couple, a family, a couple, you know, two people, and... We are a family. We are a family. 
Um, it could be uh, two grown adult children with, you know, older parents perhaps. Now, the older adults' parents are taking their children. However, their children might be 20 and 30 years old. But to them, they're still their kids. We have relatives that go a couple times a year and they go as a family and the majority of them are all grown adults but you have to look at it that those parents are still taking their children they're just not children any in the sense of you know a baby to 18 years old right um or a family could just be a single person and you know they're dog and cat now i don't think most people are bringing their dog and cat to disney <laughs> But that could be considered someone's family, too. You would take a dog. I most certainly would take a dog. Now, so I think that, you know, we're getting somewhere with that, with her just saying that it should, it's a family place. So, obviously, she has a very finite idea of what a family is in her sense. Um, also, there are people that may want children and she's now offending everyone who wants a child who may is going to disney right now but may be having difficulty having a child may have lost a child uh, that's another big thing i feel like she's point like she is really being inconsiderate of anyone maybe there is a single couple there who lost a child and now she's saying those people can't be there because they no longer have that child I feel like she really just dug herself in a hole with this post. Yeah. Also, um, maybe teach your kids some patience. And if they really wanted that pretzel, they should wait in the line and learn some patience. And no, you don't agree with me on that. I don't not agree, but I thought the one line in there, which was a total game changer for me, was the line where she's like i shouldn't have to tell him no because it's vac it's his vacation too and i was like whoa i was like of course it was my vacation when i was a kid but i would never think that way. like i would think i'm on vacation but i wouldn't think that my mother would give me control of my vacation I don't or that know. i could just... complain about my vacation and have it be valid I was lucky enough to be in Walt Disney World. Uh, yeah. And really winning Mother of the Year here with her profanity-ridden. Yeah, that was a bit much. Um, I don't know how you can defend your kid, let alone defend your kid in that situation while being in Disney World and say things like that. Also, she's saying that, you know, these these childless millennials that she speaks of are just throwing their money away. They're spending the same the money on the same thing she is. So yeah. she she isn't in terms throwing her money away too like she speaks of. It's not considered throwing her money away when she spends it on a kid versus if you were to buy it for yourself or some other kind of family member. I don't know. That's just it brought up a lot of... We come home with Mickey and Minnie stuffed dolls, too. It brought up a lot of interesting conversation. And um, besides that, I just... I don't I don't know. I really... It just really made, made me really angry that she's just thinking that Disney is only for people with children. And children in her sense, meaning newborn to... 
18 years old, I'm assuming. I don't even know really what her definition of a child is. But like I said, there are so many different variations of families and, you know, people, or maybe someone does, here's the other thing, maybe someone doesn't have a quote-unquote family. They're bringing all their friends who they have now, you know, dubbed their family that way. So really, I don't think she's taking into consideration any sort of, I don't know. She's really, really made me angry. This lady really made me angry, to be honest. Yeah. What's funny is after all this, the past week, the the New York Post, they did a story on this and did their own, not spin, but they did their own reporting on it. Mm -hmm. And they agree with this woman. They agree with the woman? Uh, Mostly for the fact about why would you continuously go back to Disney World when you could travel somewhere else and get an Airbnb in some fabulous place, which is a fair point, but not everyone enjoys that. If that's what someone wants to do, then why is that? Why should we belittle what they want to do versus if someone wants to backpack around Europe? Why is that? Why are they two totally different things, and why should we belittle that their wants or ideas of fun? Yeah, one of the things that they relate here is, like, for $280, you can get a flight on Norwegian Airlines from New York to Paris right now. I'd rather spend my $280 on a park hopper and something stupid in the parks, but it'll make me smile for a whole day. I think basically she's bad-mouthing us because we're we're that childless young adult people that are there without children. I did not order ornaments on Shop Disney this past week and it's not even Christmas. Just because I wanted some more Disney in my house. So obviously that lady hates us. But, you know, lady, if you're listening, (laughs) sure, comment. Hey, you know what? We haven't talked about, and I think this is going to be the perfect uh, uh, source to do this, is uh, some reviews on products. Oh, okay. I know. I have one. I have to find, I want to find the specific product name, so you'll have to give me a moment. So one of my favorite things more recently has been um, researching and discovering smaller businesses related to Disney. Um, I know one that is related to coffee is Expedition Roasters. I hear things about that all the time through Subsonic Radio, and we also hear about it through uh, Sorcerer Radio. Right now, there's another small business that I follow that is 100 Acre Hood Co., where he makes, uh, I forget, unfortunately, I forget the the guy's name, but he makes different types of t-shirts that are, um, they might be like a play on words, or it could be an album cover that got changed into a movie title, things like that. They're really fun, really cool, and one of the things that I've gotten more recently is, uh, 
a pair of sunglass holders from Attractioneering Trading Company. And it is the P. Sherman sunglass straps. This is the coolest thing uh, size-wise and for dollar amount that I've seen in a while related to Disney. It is a green uh, croaky or sunglass strap to hold your sunglasses on. And it has the same text as the, uh, what are they called? Help me out here. What are the swimming things that call it? Goggles. Goggles. I don't know why I couldn't think of it. But they are the same as the goggles from Finding Nemo. And they say P. Sherman, 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney on the back. Um, really cool, nice, and uh, it's thick and big without it being too big. Uh, like too, too obtrusive to wear. Um, it's got a really cool color green, so they're super easy to find. Good length on them. Uh, currently on their website, attractioneering.com, they're $9.99. They might be on sale. Um, really awesome stuff. The coolest part was this was the first product that I've ordered from Attractioneering. In their packaging actually came a business card and it was actually designed to look like the business card from what would be P. Sherman, the dentist from Finding Nemo. And it says, uh, you know, um, as a pair of teeth with like, did you brush your teeth or teeth cleaning? And on the back, it was 10% off for my next cleaning, which is pretty cool. So they have some other great things like bottle openers that are based after Emperor's New Groove um, and Hercules. They've got some really cool pins based off of snacks and signs and some really, really cool t-shirts. Uh, one that I saw in here was a Bippity Boppity Brewery t-shirt in here as well. Did you have something you were going to show? Oh, that's pretty cool, but we don't have that. No, no, but it's from some place that I got something from also. Oh. Okay, so I have one. So, for those of you who don't know, last time we talked about a Disney moon. So, obviously, before... It, a Disney moon or a honeymoon comes a wedding, usually. Um, so for those of you that don't know, we're getting married soon in about 58 days. And one of the things that I got for our wedding was um, custom champagne flutes. Um, do I know about these? You do. I, did, I have showed them to you. Okay, just checking. Um, and... They're, I wanted them specifically because they are a little bit Disney themed. We're not having a Disney themed wedding, but we are having some Disney aspects Ooh. to the wedding. Okay, but we are still having some Disney aspects to the wedding. And so the champagne flutes um, say happily ever after on them. And they have little Mickey heads in the, in the font of the writing. And they're from an Etsy shop called Girl Meets Ginger. And I'm just looking at some of her other stuff that she has, and she has a lot of other Disney stuff. And what I was just showing Max was a Wally stemless wine glass you could buy. And I also just found a ring holder that I kind of want that says wifey with um, a mini bow on it. Oh, that is really cool. Yeah. So, How large would you say that is? Like it in says diameter? It, it's 3.75 inch round dish. That's pretty good. 
And it's $9.50. $9.50. Anything for shipping? It says free shipping eligible. Sweet. And you can customize or personalize any of the orders for an extra dollar fifty. If, um, if we remember, we will post links to all of these things with the podcast. Oh, they have another one that's a split ring dish. One for one for you, one for me. Oh, it's pretty cool because I have so many rings. Well, you'll have one. I'll put all my dirty change in there. For my but she has pocket. lots of different um, like glasses. They're all most of them are Disney themed. There's it's a small world. I like this one. It says I wine because I'm not at Disney. It's a wine glass. Um, they have the different ring holders. They have um, more like tumbler kind of. She has more tumbler kind of things. Um, I'm just looking at some of the other ones she has. One that says Hakuna Moscato. It means drink <laughs> wine. Um, she also has some Harry Potter ones as well. So if you like Disney and Harry Potter, best of both worlds. Um, and she was very like easy to work with. She shipped very quickly. She made sure everything was um, packed nicely because it is... <gasps> okay, I found another one that I think is better than the first Wally one. That's not, I hate to say this, that's not the same one. Well, the second, the other one didn't have an Eve too. Let me see one more time. It's one's a Wally and one's an Eve. Oh, sorry, I must not have been paying attention. <sighs> Just like the rest of, of our days not. together. Okay. Well, anyways, there's a lot of cool ones on here, so I would definitely check that out. And I have ordered from her before, like I said, for our wedding champagne flutes, and um, everything was really nice and came really quickly too. So, I think another cool Disney themed purchase yeah I like that one a lot I'm just looking something up oh cool so if any of those uh, what would you call them vendors yeah sure if any of these vendors sound interesting you want to check out what they have uh, we're gonna base this off of Instagram uh, the shop that on Etsy that Sutton was just talking about is at Girl Meets Ginger. The uh, vendor that I got my Finding Nemo sunglass holders from is at Attractioneering. And then the one that I mentioned earlier, which is really fun to check out, is at 100 Acre Hood Co. And again, we'll tag and link all these in the podcast. So, we are just under a month away from the public opening of Galaxy's Edge. It's currently in previews at Disney World. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And word got out that Hollywood Studios, or Galaxy's Edge in Disney World, will have spiked green and blue milk. What are your thoughts? Will you try it? Should we get it? Do you think people should get it without you even knowing what it's like? First of all, I've seen this blue and green milk from the Disneyland, um, Star Wars land. Yep, here's a picture of it right here. Yes. Now, don't hate me, Disney people, because we already talked in the last podcast about how we haven't really seen 
Star Wars. Yeah, you haven't. So, what's what's the why is it milk? <laughs> First of all, can we explain that real quick? I don't know that. Oh, you don't know? You don't know I where don't this know milk that came from? You don't know where this milk thing came from? A green milk is what Luke drinks from a alien sea cow. Okay, that's disgusting. In the last Jedi. Okay, so so first of all, just the thought of milk and the thought of milk in general, especially in hot Florida. Yeah. Sounds sounds like a little like gross. Milk is not like the densest thing that you could drink, but it's just like a little too like thick for a lighter drink that you could have. It just sounds bad. So apparently, the green milk comes with tequila in it, and the blue milk comes with rum. Is it actually uh, is it actually milk? What exactly is it? I think it is, but it's flavored as well. I forget what they mentioned. I believe the green milk is supposed to be a little bit more citrusy for some reason. Okay, citrus and milk together sounds horrible. I don't know. I guess it's a it's a flavor. Okay, well. But however, that would make sense with the tequila. Okay, well, you're asking from a personal standpoint. I don't think I would try it because okay. I hate milk in general. Uh, so probably not my first choice. No. No. Not really at all. Not even gonna take a sip. Mm-mm, probably not. You, after years of you saying that you would never eat a turkey leg, you tried the turkey leg. Yeah, and I didn't like it. That's a shame. No, I wouldn't say you didn't like it. You absolutely revolted. No, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, avid turkey leg lovers of Disney. It tasted like ham to me. I don't like ham. I don't like any. It's so I don't good. like most it's meat. Such a so, so forgive me for that. It's like twelve bucks, and you could feed a family of seven on it. Well, I won't be feeding my family. And you I can don't. hold it in one hand. You eat and go. The only downfall to the turkey leg is that you can't eat it on a ride. Okay, well, I'm not discouraging anyone from buying a turkey leg. I know there are avid turkey you leg lovers. You That's I, the sad part. Um, but I just don't like the flavor. But I don't like a lot of meat, so that's okay. But back to the milk situation <laughs> at Star Wars Land. Um, it does not sound good to me. It doesn't look good either. Okay. So, from a personal standpoint, I don't think I'll be trying it. I don't think I'll be recommending it to anyone. Okay. So, sorry to hear that. No, it is what it is. How about, so someone goes to Galaxy's Edge. They go and get a spiked milk, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That just sounds gross. And and like you, they are like, oh my god, Sutton was right. I never should have gotten this. Where do they go? In your opinion, off the top of your head, so this is not going to be the best answer. Okay. Where do where where do they go to make up for it? Does it have to be in Hollywood Studios? Mm, it could, but I'm going to say no. Like, if they wanted a drink that they can enjoy, where do they uh, go? Uh, I, this is an easy, easy answer for wait, me. Wait, wait, is it in walking distance? No, it's not in walking distance. It's not. No. Oh. In walking distance of Star Wars Land. Hollywood Studios. It's well, the longer walking okay, distance. Okay, yes. 
How about, is it a Skyliner right away? Yes. Okay. Okay. Is the Grand Marnier slushy <laughs> at the France cart Pavilion. in yeah. the France Pavilion? It's not in the restaurant itself. It's at one of the kiosks things. I don't know what the kiosk is called. I don't either. Um, they serve but another slushy there too. Uh, yes, it's the, the, the Citron one. That's right, that's right. But I'm sure you can't go wrong with either one, but in my opinion, the Grand Marnier slushy. It was all so day. good that Sutton had one and was on the floor. All day long. Delicious. So I will be saving my money not to use on the green or the blue milk because it doesn't sound good at all. And I'll be saving it for the Grand Marnier slushy. There we go. But if you're looking for more in Hollywood studios, perhaps, um, perhaps a spiked Coke slushy. Do they do that? Yeah, they do. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. By the time everything's open, they're going to have uh, the cantina open as well, which if I'm not mistaken, will have a full bar. Okay. Well, that's just my but opinion. But that's, that's a fun option. Now. That's just my opinion of saving, saving your dineros and not, but you know, try new things at Disney. So try the blue or the green milk. Don't listen to me. I just don't really like milk, so it doesn't sound good to me. But the recover is going to be the Grammy Ace. Uh, every time. All right. Well, there you have it. We talked about a good amount this time around. And we ended on the perfect thing. We the ended Grand on the perfect Manier thing. Slushy. The Grand slushy. Well, guys, uh, earlier we talked about the best ride queue. So if there was one that we did not mention, or if you went on one of the rides that we talked about that we've never been on, feel free to send us a voice message in the Anchor app. From It's Walt's Fault. Uh, give us your spin and we can play that in the next episode. You could certainly feel free to comment, shoot us a message, let us know what, what it is as well if you don't have the Anchor app or don't want to download it. And that's going to be it for us this episode. So we will catch you next time. Got anything else? I'm good. Peace out, go. people. Peace out. Stay magical. <laughs>